Welcome to Pick Up Your Sticks, where we talk about why gaming matters with your host, Walker Neer and Brett Lindley. I'm Walker, and this week we go through the recently released Top 100 PC Games list from PC Gamer and share our thoughts on the wide variety of titles. So what's up, Brett? Have you taken a look at this PC Gamer uh, Top 100 list? Top 100 list. So it's not... It's not just influential. It's not uh, like best. Uh, it's uh, it's being able to play them today and uh, and have a good time with them. And I've I've perused a little bit of it, um, but I figured we could take a little time together and dive deep on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good idea. So um, again, there's a hundred titles, so we're going to cover. <laughs> I think this may actually be the most titles that we've ever covered in a single episode. Yes. Um. <laughs> I don't know that we'll get through all 100, but some of these are going to be like quick reviews. These aren't going to be this is just quick experiences. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of them I haven't. Even, I, some of them I've never. I didn't know were video games until I saw them on this list. And, PC uh, games specifically, not yes, just, yeah. That's fair. So. Um, but I also, uh, and even some of them that I do know exist, have not played. So certainly won't have something to say on all of them. Um, but anyway, so we're just going to start at the bottom. Um, of the list at number 100 and work our way up just like they did. So uh, number 100 is Team Fortress 2. Mm -hmm. Do you have experience uh, with TF2? Not 2. I played TF1 a little bit. Now, I, I'll take a little bit of the back. My caveat is, of course, I'm very familiar with TF2. I've seen, um, if not all, almost all of the animations, which are hilarious. Mm -hmm. uh, like the shorts. Mm -hmm. Love them. Uh, not really... I didn't really get into too many, like multiplayer shooters wasn't really especially like team-based type stuff which i mean that's it's team fortress 2 so um not not a terrible i mean i love i love the animations i love the idea i'm not a big fan of like it started the hat economy like see but i would think so i'm surprised actually that you would say that because it's an opportunity for players to generate money for themselves, for their career, or not players, but the artists, you know what I mean? You don't have to play to make a hat, but it's a way for the mod community to extract some dollars actually out of their work. That's fair. The, it does it does support the mod community. I think the problem is that it opened up things like the CSGO skin community, which then became massive gambling time. And like, I don't know, there's some weird, and it's also kind of like Steam trading cards, which turned into uh, the people that just make the like, the bogus junk, games the junk games just to launder money through them like right it's kind of weird how steam systems get abused in that way but no i mean it's not like i'm not like a huge detriment against it but it's just kind of i don't know not not really my shtick if i'm gonna do a skin i want like a skin not just a hat right right yeah i um so i've played team fortress 2 a fair bit not recently at all i mean it's probably been i don't know six or seven years since i booted it up last um, it's a, it, but it is certainly the precursor to so much of what we see today, you know, especially in a game like Overwatch. Right. Um, and Overwatch d differs from TF2 in a wide variety of yeah, ways. It's an evolution of the genre. Right, right. Well, and just, if nothing else, just, just the payload game type, right? <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I played TF2 back in the day, used to be into it the last time I played it was probably the last time I will ever have played it. Uh, I just, I can't see myself being drawn back in. So, uh, I, so I guess I, I don't know if we should do this for every title or not. I don't, this is because we're just kind of doing this on the fly here, but 
I don't know if I would put this in my top 100. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that we have to assign a number because I can no, yeah, yeah. I think I would scrap this from the top 100. I don't think this. Eh, it, there's got to be it, something else for playing right now. Yeah, I wouldn't add it to it. Uh, for I would put it in the influential for sure. Right, but um, that's not where we're at. Yeah, but that's not where we're at. <laughs> yeah, as far as playing it, meh. Watch the yeah. shorts. That's probably a far more enjoyable yeah. experience. The animated shorts are hysterical. Like yeah. where where Hearthstone can be funny, but, or not Hearthstone, <laughs> Overwatch um, can be funny. It leans a lot into the sentimental stuff, which is great. I mean, right. I, I'm it's not a little more serious. Yeah, right. It, it takes itself more seriously, whereas TF2 is mutant bread. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right. <laughs> Right. But you did mention the next game. Uh, I did, you know, yes. Yeah, you were looking at it. Get that, that Freudian slip in there. So um, so Hearthstone, 99. Yeah, um, I would I would, I would, would go, I would say, yeah, that that's probably valid uh, yeah. as it being a playable game at, at this point in time. Um, we've talked especially about Hearthstone. On especially on mobile. Um, but I think that, the, I, I just think that Hearthstone did a lot to popularize the trading card game genre. And I say that simply because I'm someone who always looked at magic as like magic, the gathering that is of course, right. like this really hardcore thing that like was just kind of outside of my access. You know what I mean? Right. Not that I couldn't start, but just like, man, that's too much. Right. And blizzard really simplified a lot of that. Um, and introduce some new wrinkles to gameplay um, because it's digital and because right. it's not physical cards. They definitely so. leverage the visual, the, the virtual virtual side of that. Um, right. As far as it, it's, if we want to stay true, true to the list, I'm actually not sure that I would put this on a top 100 PC game list. Mobile, definitely. Uh, but PC, mm, personally, no. I don't think it's a PC experience. I think it's a, for me, it would be a mobile experience. Well, I think that's fair, but I think that if we look at like, okay, but if we wanted, if you wanted to play, assuming that PC is the platform that we've got, right? I think that it is still, um, and I've not played every trading card game out there, so I'm sure there will be fans of some, <laughs> some others that would disagree, but I would agree that for someone who's new to trading card games in general, it offers a very simple experience and one to, that's easy to understand. Yeah, for um, sure. And I mean, yeah, I think it's a great game. I think it's better served on mobile. Like if it I, were mobile only, I don't think I would balk it any differently. Right, right. Yeah. Now, all that being said about it, I no longer play Hearthstone either. And probably again won't just because I don't care to spend the money on the new cards constantly. <laughs> right. So next on the list is Sayonara Wild Hearts, uh, which from the screenshot they have looks like a pretty game. I have never heard of that and have no idea what it's about. Nope, neither so, I. Uh, okay. Rhythm action video game, so a rhythm game. Looks kind of like a a retro uh, cyberpunk version of, um, oh no, I just had it. The one where you're the little ship and you fly on the racetracks. And they're uh, audio surf. Oh, audio surf, yeah. Audio surf, there we go. Yeah, it looks like a motorcycle retro punk not retro punk like a uh, synth wave version of yeah. that is kind of yeah. by, the, by the screenshot there but also yeah never heard of it never played it <laughs> so uh so i wouldn't put it on my list nope <laughs> <laughs> yeah if we haven't and, heard of it it's not on the list and Unless again i'm not gonna I want it right i'm not gonna 
um, replace these games with other games either. No, no, much. we don't have the time for that. <laughs> but I am certain that in my Steam library alone, I could come up with a hundred titles that I would think would belong on the list. So right. uh, just we'll just trust that. <laughs> uh, so 97 Metro Exodus. Mm-hmm. I have not played, but it, it has... Uh, it caused quite a splash. There is quite a bit about this game for a while. Uh, well, also, this list does not include it. If it's from a series, they just include one from the series. Mm. So that's and that's the latest one. Yeah, that's kind of something important to note here. Yeah. And yeah, this one was 2019. I've never played any of the games in the Metro series, but despite having not played it, unlike Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I've just never heard of, <laughs> um, I have heard of this and heard of this franchise for a long time. And while I haven't played it, so I don't really have an opinion, it's probably fine. Yeah, uh, I'd give it a go. I would definitely, right. if, if I had 100, if these were the 100 games in my Steam library, I would definitely eventually play this one. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Uh, so next is Super Hot VR, coming in at 96. Definitely uh, on the list, and probably way higher than low 90s, mm. or mid 90s, like... I, I have played Super Hot in VR. Uh, granted, I played it on PS4, but I also played through the entire version of Super Hot on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and Super Hot VR, like the concept of Super Hot is great on PC. In VR, it's even more intense because you don't like on PC. So you've you've played Super Hot, right? Uh-huh, all the way through. Okay. I, so I like. Oh, not you. There's a game. There we go. So it's definitely in your list then. If you've taken the time oh, to beat yeah. it, then it's. Oh, yeah. Well, it also is like a maybe a four hour game to beat. Like right. it's pretty short. So. <laughs> so on the PC version, like even if you're not moving, time does still kind of move just very slow. But in VR, you kind of can't not be moving because your head will shake a little bit or your body just naturally reacts. So it's actually way more intense because trying to stay still is difficult. Like trying to keep because you can't move your arms, you can't move your head, and you've got to like try to wiggle your eyes to see stuff. And it's so so it's more intense than the keyboard and mouse where you can just kind of not touch things for a second, right? Yeah, no, I thought Super Hot was a super not to use the word super open over, but (laughs) it's a super game, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it really is though, like it's a really neat concept for a game. Um, and I'm actually kind of surprised that it hasn't gone somewhere else it kind of reminds me of didn't they do a i think they did though i think there's a giant update like a second version basically super hot 2 but as a giant dlc pack for the first game and i think that may already be out i remember seeing some news article stuff on it uh and i haven't gone back to see i I thought they were going to make that free for everyone basically well they may have but i guess what i mean is like um I, so what I was going to say is it reminds me of is a little of Mirror's Edge in that it's a game that is taking familiar mechanics, certainly, but almost trying to create its own niche genre with it. Mm-hmm. Super Hot and Mirror's Edge are very different games. So not that they would be in the same genre, but get your point with that, though. create the own. Yeah. And I thought that both of them um, were well done enough that I thought that they would succeed in doing that. And they didn't really. Um, I think it's hyper specialization on mechanics yeah like taking just one mechanic and just going as far as you can with it which results some there's interesting results in that but it also is makes you not very deep yeah i just i felt like like super hot's really neat as it is but man like what if it wasn't 
weird polygon enemies and like what right. if it was you know what i mean like well isn't that i mean that's kind of like what is it painkiller and there was another series there's a much older series that had kind of time dilation mechanic like that that was really sure i, I think time dilation has been done before but i don't know that i've seen it done the way that's super hot like permanent does. time dilation right yeah. right right but anyway yeah definitely deserves on the list um so let's see. What do we have next? Looks like Sludge Life at 95. Never heard of it. Don't, don't care based I, on the yeah, screenshot. Don't so. think I want to have heard of it. No. Uh, Valorant at 94. So uh, that is... Oh, go ahead. No, yep. You. So that is the new Riot game that is designed to compete straight up with CSGO. Yep. Um, which I think is cool that someone is trying to compete with CSGO head-to-head like that. Um, it's kind of like CSGO meets Overwatch. Right. Um, I played it a, a tiny amount in the beta and it was, it, I mean, it was, it was fine. I had no problem with it other than similar to CSGO. It's like, I don't want to spend the time to a, just learn all of the stuff that has to be learned and b master it mechanically. Right. So I dipped, but no, no, no complaint or no, no, no beef with it. And I, I would say, sure, it can be on the list just because it's a new shooter that's got interesting ideas. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would definitely say if it was between this and CSGO, I'd play this. Um, yes, yes, yes. So. I think that's I think that's an excellent point. And it's it, you know what? It's not another Battle Royale. And not that I hate Battle Royales now or something. Right, but at least it's something different. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what's funny. It's something different by mimicking something that's actually really old. <laughs> <laughs> it's true that's how that's how messed yeah, up but i mean yeah. csgo could itself could use a fresh coat of paint like and i'm all about taking modern shooter mechanics and applying less modern genres to them like i like mm-hmm. that like i yeah. was really sad that battleborn didn't get to make it because i felt like that was a really fun branch out but we we went into that so yeah yeah no that's that's fair uh next is the jackbox party pack four so if I'm not mistaken, these are kind of like like game show type games that you can play at home. Mm-hmm. And I think I played these when I was in high school. A friend of mine had them like his parents on their computer had it or something, and we would mess around with it once in a while. But uh, certainly not something I've owned as an adult ever and not something I think I would put on a top 100 list because I don't own it. So <laughs> again, I think so while like this specific one, I don't think I've played there are, I played a lot of things similar to this. And I think again, this is one of those, especially with today's technology for me, not a PC. Uh, I, cause like playing solo for me, a PC is mostly solo or like online. This is a party game that works best in person. Mm-hmm. And I've played versions of this uh, or, or, like the style of game there are a lot of it's basically mario party without the mario um where it's more games for it's party games for groups of people who maybe necessarily aren't all about a specific kind of like ip but so but is it mini games like mario party sometimes is? yeah and they or they can be just be like like stupid silly games where it's like uh who out of the people that are playing is the most likely to you know, kind of like a board game that has like a not necessarily a Cards Against Humanity, although there are some more adult versions on this theme. But anything from trivia to like who in the room is most likely to be dating somebody or whatever, silly fun party games, depending on the, the 
maturity level that you buy into, right? Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes there are mini games. Uh, this one is showing kind of like a drawing mini game. Everybody submits their stuff, and then usually there's a round of voting where everybody votes on one or the other. The best implementation that I've actually played of this has been on mobile with a TV in the house. Mm. So the TV, just like you sync it up on Wi-Fi on a smart TV, and then everybody gets a mobile device. The TV shows the question or the challenge or whatever. The mobile device is how you either draw something or select a person or type something in, like, you know, come up with the funniest saying, the funniest one-liner to pick somebody up at a bar or something, right? And then the TV displays all of them and then you vote and do things and then tv you know gra not graffiti uh confetti and winner and whatever right. um great experience as like a party experience for people that don't normally like play video games i actually do really appreciate it there for people that are more like uh, whether it's just like a college party or just like a, a wine and movie night or something with a, a game in the middle it's more like a board game for me than a video game but again not on pc yeah yeah um next is final fantasy 12 the zodiac age and we're rounding out the 90s this is 92 so this one i also have not played um however i do want to play this i'm actually just constantly disappointed because it's i think it retails at 40 dollars, and it's a game from 2006 or something right. um so maybe someday on a deep discount i'll grab it but it is was kind of a break in the series because it introduced um, the ability to basically set up pre-programmed responses for your party okay. so that like once certain conditions are met, they cast certain spells kind right. of thing. Like heal at 20% life or whatever. Right. So instead of just unlocking abilities as you level up, you also unlock new criteria or logic switches whatever you want to call those conditions right. by which you can create those yeah, so, that's cool. so those become more complicated right um, which yeah i thought was a, always sounded like a really neat idea and friends i've had that have played it um were were really into it so personally i would say yeah i would be happy to to try this out so i'll i would keep it on the list but um it's a pretty old game so and originally a playstation title so i can see if <laughs> that right. wasn't consensus yeah, I mean, having a Final Fantasy, basically any Final Fantasy game on the top 100 list, I'm okay with. Like Fair just enough. having, if you're if you're gonna have a top 100 list, include a Final Fantasy game, and that's that's good for me. Word. So next up at 91, we have a Deus Ex. They're listing actually the original Deus Ex, which I can't believe that's the most fun one to go play. Um at this point but i mean it's i'm actually really torn because of so of the original series it 100 percent is well right because the second but, one is like not even worth remembering yeah but <laughs> man mankind was it yeah mankind divided was the first one of the re-release so. i think so and then human revolution yeah I and the human revolution one. so mankind divided definitely is the for me is probably the one um, even though they really, in my opinion, the ending did not need to be the way that it is with, so have you, you, have you played through Mankind Divided? We've beaten it. 
No, but the ending basically comes down to kind of a Mass Effect style thing where you're just left with like a few choices and then that's just kind of Yeah, it, and then right? the choice just plays out as right. a video and then that's it. Yeah. And it's like everything – but everything prior – like the, it's like 60 hours uh, of gameplay up to that point is phenomenal. Like equal parts, Mission Impossible, um, just kind of – like there's there's spy game elements, there's shooter brawler elements, and the fact that they spent a lot of time ensuring that you could play any level in any style. Like there, every level can be routed in a dozen different ways, depending on if you're a hacker, if you're a lock picker, if you're a stealth guy, if you're a kick in the door and guns blazing, if you're a sniper. Like the number of the the fact that any way that you set up your character there's a way to play through the level for really impressed me yeah yeah no that is that is really cool and not something a lot of games manage to to achieve um yeah so no I, so i have actually i never played the original one and i think maybe the reason that they would put the original one here just from what i know of it again not having played it is just that I, it was just so open right yeah and i mean I, it was I, very groundbreaking for its time as well i feel like the original deus ex which i also played through and beat is is i would say it does still not that it holds up like graphics wise or anything but as a very solid shooter like rpg um which i mean there just weren't many of especially in 2000 um yeah it's great so i did actually have the misfortune of buying the second one on release because I had read about it probably in PC gamer and to their credit, they don't, I mean, it hadn't come out yet, so they right. don't know, but it was like, Oh man. Cause the first one was so popular and I was yeah, like, was I'm going to so the second one for sure. And then it's, uh, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I actually did the same thing and I don't think it'll be on this list. Maybe we'll get to it, but sidebar all of a sudden, but, uh, the devil may cry games. Mm -hmm. The first devil may cry was a really, really popular game. And so then same thing. I got a PlayStation two, Devil May Cry 2 came out. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And it's widely considered to be the worst Devil May Cry game ever made. So um, two for two on sequels being terrible say, there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about sequels, uh, kind of. Uh, number 90, the CNC Remastered Collection. So it, I think it's unfair to, to, to insist on Remastered since they're only yeah. doing one in a series. Right. Um. I mean, you gotta love this, right? It's CNC. The, yeah. So this is where, if yeah, like if if we were straight to the list, I would say no because it's EA. But I would say yes if you want to go back and support. If you want to buy a used copy uh, or, or a re-release, get the free version off GOG or something. Go play the original collection. It's great. Mm -hmm. Don't give. Don't. But I will not support giving EA any money. I just no money. If you can get it for free, awesome. Um, the CNC games are good, yeah. The, the especially the original, especially. Uh, also, I'm kind of against remastered collection. Every the the, the community is split on this, but my in my personal opinion, uh, Command and Conquer is better than Red Alert, um, in the entire series. But if you're gonna play a series, play the play the play CNC one, two, and three. Red yeah. Alert's good, but it's kind of again one of those like you can't really play them back to back. Like if you play CNC and then play Red Alert, it's just too much of the same. Mm. Yeah, I think certainly it depends on if you've ever seen them or not. If, if it's all new to you, then uh, yeah, start wherever you want. Uh, for me personally, I didn't play the original CNC's. I, Red Alert was the first RTS I ever played and certainly the first Command and Conquer. So Kane and Nod and that stuff has 
really very little nostalgic value to me because I just didn't grow up with it. I mean, I eventually played, I think, two in Tiberian Sun. Yeah. So I got a little more familiar with it there. But by that time, I was trying to do multiplayer, you know, mm-hmm. so I really didn't play the campaign that much even. Um, when I think of C&C single player, I definitely think of the terrible FMVs with Stalin and Tanya and yeah. <laughs> the Red Alert cast. Um, but fair. Um, I mean, it's it's cool that it's remastered in HD and everything. But again, it's not like it's weird because sometimes I don't know, in my opinion, sometimes bad graphics don't look good remastered. Like mm. there are restrictions in the way they designed things that when you remaster them actually, in my opinion, make them look worse. Yeah. So, and, and it's not that this looks bad, but it feels like for being this high quality, the design style should also just be updated. Like, but mm. I don't know. I don't go on too far about that. The CNC games are good. Yes. If they're on, if, if it again is just games installed, if there's a computer with a hundred games installed on it, I would play this one. Right. If it was free and I didn't pay EA and money for it. So. Wow. Okay. We get the EA thing. <laughs> <laughs> I pay EA a monthly uh, annual subscription. So I am oh, a bastion wow. against your hatred. Um, <laughs> so the next one is Legend of Grimrock 2. Um, I've, I think I actually might own both of them. I don't know that I've ever played this one, but I have played the first one a bit. Do you, have you played any of these? No, I'm not sure that I've heard of them. It doesn't look so, familiar. So so it's a throwback to the really old school 90s RPGs where it's first person, but it's just corridors and like right. you just, you know, you're just traveling on a grid, really. Right. Um, and it's a pretty, well, I, I say it's hardcore. I was just really bad at it and didn't really understand what to do. So I thought it was hard, but it might not be. I might just be stupid. Um but it was it seemed like a pretty involved kind of again old school RPG experience and I appreciated the throwback to that old school style of gameplay that we just you know never see anymore. Yeah. Um making a 100 list though, I don't know. I I'm going to I'm going to go with no. <laughs> I don't I don't know enough to be able to say that I would have something better than depending because again we don't even know what all the games are on the list because half the games yeah, yeah. i might include could just be there so i mean i could take it or leave it yeah yeah um so number 88 we have doom 2 i i i, I just have to say i don't understand this selection i don't understand how doom 2 could possibly be a more fun game in any way than Doom 2016 or Doom Eternal. Yeah, I just agreed. don't know how that's possible. I w- if this was on the PC, I actually just wouldn't. I, and I've never, I've I've actually played through bits of Doom One, uh, never played any of the originals all the way through to the end for sure. But I just wouldn't. Like right. even if if it was the last game on there, maybe. But I'd probably, I'm sure there's games in here that I could replay and would replay before. I yeah. Play. Yeah, when Doom Eternal came out, I pre-ordered it, so I got Doom 64 uh, on PC mm-hmm. with it, and I was like, oh, that'll be fun. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. I'm sure some speedrunners out there may disagree. There is there is joy to be found in the original Doom games, but yeah, in my opinion, not more than, than the current ones. Again, Doom Eternal and Doom 2016 are so good, right? as we have episodes that explain. Um, 
yeah, I don't know how you could possibly, if you're going to bring the Doom franchise in, I don't know how it couldn't be. Really, I don't know how it couldn't be Eternal because Eternal right. is just an upgrade of 16, but at least 2016. Yeah. Um, so next is Fallout New Vegas. Um, you know, I, I think that, so for me, honestly, the Fallout game that I really have the most fond feelings for is actually Fallout 2. And a lot of that, though, is probably because it was really novel because I just never played a game that had that freedom of of choice and not just choice, but outcome. Like right. the fact that you could make your character low intelligence and he actually couldn't form sentences anymore. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that was mind blowing to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and really, though, I mean, I played three. I played New Vegas. I played four. Didn't beat any of them. And just I don't know, just never really cared very much i wanted to like the ideas just didn't care yeah i would say uh, it it is rough i mean i'm in my opinion in 100 games there's probably room for two and new vegas yeah uh, because they're just such different games like new vegas i think is the most true to form of the 3d games three right. is good and four is eh, and 76 doesn't exist but New Vegas, in my opinion, is the best of the 3D versions of Fallout. It has the most... You can have a low-intelligence character that speaks in funny language. Um, so many ways that you can influence the world by allying with different groups. The endings actually do change based on things that you can decide on very early in the game. So many ways to play. Um, yeah, I, I really love... A, a new vegas and uh but i would also say that again none of the first person games have ever done the thing that two has which is getting a freaking car <laughs> like like you can it's a hard quest line to do but two yeah i, I like yeah. i feel like the all of the, the the modern versions instead of a car there's motorcycles everywhere fixing up a motorcycle and having being able to ride around on a motorcycle and a shotgun and like blasting mutants while you it would just and have it run on fuel cells, whatever the, the car in two did. Like it, it was a difficult resource to maintain, so you couldn't just use it everywhere. But yeah, the fact that they even teased the like mechanical horse made me mad. So. <laughs> yeah, everyone I know that that is a, f- a fan of the modern fallouts, pretty much consensus is that New Vegas is the best one of them. So uh, I think this is probably the appropriate one to be on the list. The next game on the list at 86 is Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun. Um, I have played this a very small amount. It's basically a squad tactics game. Um, I I can't say I really have a strong opinion on it or would recommend it because, again, I haven't haven't spent very much time with it. It's pretty, and it's a a neat idea, I guess. So not to to, take a dump on the game or something, but I just don't. Not very compelled by it, honestly. Yeah, I think if you're going to throw a tactics game in there, it which, of course, XCOM could probably be in the series, but for something like this, I would just do like a shadow run. Like, Yeah. So, uh, 85, the Homeworld Remastered Collection. This is a big yes for me, and even in the remastered, a big yes. Hopefully the PC has some access to mods, because there is like Homeworld Remastered Extended, I don't know the exact name of the mod pack, but a complete overhaul of the game with like twice the amount of units, more missions, everything. But Homeworld is that is where 
and probably the only real game that's tried this hard to overhaul the RTS genre and do an RTS in space that really takes advantage of the full 3D up, mm -hmm. down, left, right. Your formations can be like an inverted X to funnel units in. So many things about this game are very intense and built around real 3D space combat. Well, there's not really real 3D space combat, right? Because no one... Fantastical 3D space combat <laughs> on a real PC. <laughs> I know what you mean. No, I Get agree. It's... <laughs> It's uh, it's cool um, how it yeah how it utilizes the the Z axis basically. I mean something that a game like StarCraft or StarCraft Two just doesn't have really in there. I mean yeah there are flying units but um, yeah it, it's basically two D. So yeah, um, no I would agree with that. Um, so next is Legends of Runeterra. That is Riot, uh, which Riot is the company that makes League of Legends. So that's who now makes Valorant, and then Le Legends of Runeterra is their card game to compete with Hearthstone. Um, I think it's it's okay. I've played a little bit of it. Um, it it kind of walks a line between uh, Magic and Hearthstone as far as mechanics. Where in Hearthstone, when it's my turn, it's my turn until I hit enter, and I can play as many cards as I'm able to. In this, it's more like magic where I play a card and then you get a respond. And then I play a right. spell and you get a respond and we go back and forth. So I think tactically it's maybe more enjoyable for that. But I also think it makes it a little less accessible. And I just don't know that trading card games deserve two spots on a hundred list. I mean, right. again, I, I would give it to Hearthstone because I think it's the most accessible. I don't I don't know that either one of them are, are fun enough to warrant two though. <laughs> right. No, I, I would agree. Um Riot does it, it would it'd only be different. Like Riot's about the only company that tries to polish as much as Blizzard does. Um so it is very pretty. Um yep, but it is. Eh, again, yeah, I have to and I, and I I love that Riot is branching out of League of Legends and making yes. games in different genres. Because they're basically a AAA studio. Mm -hmm. um, so I really support what they're doing. But yeah, just whatever. Don't. <laughs> as much as I think it's a great idea, personally, it just doesn't. I, the, the games haven't resonated a ton with me. Right. So at 83, we have Elite Dangerous. Um, not a game that I have, although I'm pretty sure it's actually on my wish list, or at least one of them is. I know there's a bunch of them. Um, I'm always down for a 3D space game. So... So I I own it and the expansions, of course, um, and even bought, which it's too far for me to reach and show you on camera right now, but a joystick that has like the like a cog, mm -hmm. whatever the, the hack the, controller. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, turns out I don't have a good space to place the joystick. To that is play difficult. On. Yeah. Desk space is at a premium. So, yeah, well, and like I have like a like I tried to set up like a TV tray. But it's not bolted to the ground, so right. if I push hard, the whole thing wobbles, and yeah, it just didn't didn't do it. But the 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 level of detail in Elite Dangerous is shocking. Like it's yeah. really, it's a really really beautiful game. Um, I because I, I have played it some. It's it's not one of my never opens. Right. I just haven't haven't spent nearly enough time to really have a good opinion on it. But I appreciate seeing it here because I have a nostalgia for space games like you. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, next is Sunless Skies. I don't know what that is, so don't care. Yep, uh, same. 
<laughs> so crusader kings 2 um i so are you familiar with this um i'm familiar a little with the series but i've never played them so i actually would be interested to see what you would think because you're not a huge turn-based guy so right. on the one hand i don't know if you would like it but it is more similar to um sins of the solar empire or i'm trying to think of another example of it but or like stellaris which it's made it's made by paradox which is who okay. makes Stellaris and, and uh, europa universalis but it's basically it's a really grand and scale game but there's actually not a turn button you can pause time or you can speed up time but time's always going right okay but instead of being like you can't win a game of crusader kings or or stellaris or whatever like it's not it's not like civilization where there's a hard goal that you're trying to get to in crusader kings you can start out as playing a baron who controls a tiny little plot of land in a larger county that's part of a larger kingdom right, right? so you're really playing and, and and the thing is is that your characters age and die right so you're not even really playing as a character you're playing really as kind of like a family <laughs> um so there's a lot of really interesting kind of like role-playing-esque type of, of things that come up, but the game is not about building an economy and building a, an army and, and, and conquering land. It can be, that's a part of it, but you might also conquer land by seducing the the daughter of a rival right. lord or something. Um, so yeah, I think, I think definitely deserved here, and I think the Paradox strategy games offer a really unique take on strategy games that's in a space that's between the traditional turn-based and rts uh that's pretty cool i'd try it for sure yeah yeah for sure so next on the list we have 80 days uh, i don't know don't care i actually do know about this one. okay well then by um, all means. so i haven't played it but it is a a based on uh, around the world in 80 days um, so it's a giant race to try to be the first around the world. Um, it's got some interesting like storytelling elements and it has uh, like different. So I don't know a huge amount. I've seen some gameplay of this, but it was like four years ago and I didn't watch like a ton of it. I didn't binge it, um, but it looked interesting. I don't think it looks huge. Uh, it looks like a shorter game where you loop through more than once rather than you know, some giant expansive experience, but it does look pretty interesting. I would give this one a play. Um, and I'm all about kind of steampunk style race around the world and flying machines. Sounds fun to me. And and it has some like kind of RPG elements of like where to refuel or how to get your supplies and, you know, kind of get through the game. Um, looks fun. I, I would, yeah. I, I'm not sure that it's a, like, I don't know that it goes on my 100 games list, um, but I, I could see where some people would, for sure. Fair enough. So at 79, we have Hades. Uh, this one, I don't know, don't care. So I have not played this specific game, and maybe other games from this developer will be on the list. In case they're not, I'll go ahead and do a quick shout-out. This is the same company that makes Bastion. Uh, oh, Super okay. Super game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Pyre was another one, and then... What's the one with the chick that's seeing yeah, the... Transistor, I think? Yeah, Transistor. There you go. Um, so I've played 
Bastion and actually finished it. Um, loved that game. Love, love, love yeah, that Bastion's game. on the list. <laughs> or uh, it's on my list anyway, if it's not. Yeah, that, here, yeah, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because while Hades I haven't played, uh, Super Giant certainly has all the love for me and I would I yep. would at least put Bastion up here. And Hades might be better, I don't know. But Man, I need to replay Bastion and we need to do an episode on that. We do, that, I'm totally yeah. down. Uh, yeah, because it's not a long game either, no. so it's not a huge commitment and it's a lovely game. Um. Next up is Sea of Thieves. Uh, if you listen to any of our episodes in the last two months, I probably <laughs> talk about Sea of Thieves on most of them. Yep. Um, yes, I'm impressed by Sea of Thieves. That being said, though, it's not a game that I want to just play. Like, I don't want to know life it. Right. Like, it's fun socially. It's fun with friends. Even then, though, I don't know. Like, my buddy that I play with, at this point, we probably haven't haven't played in maybe two or three weeks. Yeah. If he wanted to play every single day, I don't think I would be down for it. Right. Um, but it's it's a it's a I don't know of a more accessible while still being like fun and involved pirate game. And and there might be other out there, but I don't know. But it's I've uh, played a few cool. other types of pirate games. Like I played a fair amount of Windward, uh, which would yeah. definitely I wouldn't put on the list though, even though right. I have more hours in it. Um and yeah, I would throw Sea of Thieves on there. We'll see what happens uh, with new PC time and uh, if I end up giving it a shot or not. So yeah, but I would yeah, say yeah. yeah, on the I would be fine with it on the list. If my if my hundred p hundred game PC had this in there, I wouldn't be mad. Right, right. Um. So next is Control, which is a game that I picked up on the Epic Store earlier this year and talked about it very briefly on one episode mm -hmm. because I played it very briefly, but not because it's bad. It's actually a, a third-person shooter that is very fantastical. It doesn't seem like it's going to be because its art style and like theme is very grounded. Right. And then it is Looney Tunes. like It's like Matrix time crazy yes. stuff, right? So yeah. I haven't actually, played this one, but I have seen a lot of it, and it looks awesome. It does, and honestly, I feel guilty every time I see it that I haven't <laughs> spent more time with it. I, as you know, I don't feel guilty about walking away from a lot of games, but this right. is not one I walked away from because it disappointed me. I, I just uh, squirrel, and you know, yeah. we're on to the next. So, so number six, we have Spelunky. Um, yeah, I mean, so while I haven't played Spelunky, and I know that it actually does play quite a bit differently. Uh, SteamWorld Dig games are pretty close, at least in some aspects, to how Spelunky works, as well as other like Dig and Return to Base style games. Um, yeah, it, Spelunky is... I don't know that I'd put... Didn't they do a Spelunky 2? I don't know if they did or not. Well, the Splunky isn't a Return to Base thing. No, no, it's not. Like I said, but it, it, there's all, it shares a lot with Got those it. style of games. Um, That's fair. Um, I think there is a Splunky 2... But Splunky, it's not surprising they would put the first one on here because the first one started out as like a Flash game or something. Like right. it was a free-to-play thing that wasn't on Steam. Um, I have played it a very little amount. I am not good at it. It is not so hard. Um, I do appreciate speedruns of it because it's there's so much RNG. The levels are all RNG. The items, everything. So when you watch someone get to the very, very... like Because there's, there's like multiple endings and not like not like branching endings based on decision right. but like you thought this was the end but it's actually this oh you thought that was the end it's actually this right um and seeing people that, that complete those as speed runs is pretty impressive just because having played it 
I know it's not that easy. Right. So. <laughs> I would say as an influential game that, yeah, original can be on there. As a game, games you should play now, like I feel like PC yeah. gamers already drifted off of their you should play. Um, yeah. Especially if we don't see some of the other titles in here. I would say go for Splunky 2. <laughs> so. Uh, the next up on the list at number 75, I, I think I have a good feeling about your opinion of this one. That would be Factorio. Yeah, I love me some Factorio. And um, no, it should not be number 75. Right. I, I don't know if it should be number one, but I, I would have to put it at a top five. Um, and again, for me personally, at least, but there's a Factorio conversation in a recent episode yeah listen to that I it's go on definitely and on. it's in my top 10 of and the just sorting by playtime in my steam library it's top 10 just from that so yeah. if nothing else definitely on there definitely a game that again especially if this pc is going from today this is the 100 games you have to get the, you through the rest of your life factorial will do a few thousand hours of that easily so oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah um, and next is Warhammer Vermintide 2. I have played this, and actually with new PC time, I hope that you will play this yeah. with me because I think it would I think it would be fun. I've played it co-op with with friends before, um, just a tiny amount, and it and it was fun. Plays a lot like Left 4 Dead. Um, again, talked about this in other episodes as well, but it's cool. I'm honestly now way more excited for dark tide which is yes the that's what i was gonna say is like i'm just waiting for dark tide to come out because that yeah. and i will be I, I like games that are styled like this um especially co-op and i've i've kind of wanted to play vermintide 2 some but i just don't get down on the fantasy battle stuff from games workshop but yeah give me 40k stuff in there and ooh-wee, that's gonna be yum I hope so. There's going to be so much DLC that I'm going to dump on. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Eldar character, the the Katakin. Ka yeah, no, it's mm -hmm. just going to be. Yeah. That should be dope. So next up, we have number 73, What the Gulf. Um, I actually know a little bit about this one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know much, though. Essentially, it is extreme simultaneous mini golf. So everybody's shooting at the same time. So you can interrupt okay. other people's stuff and, and mess around with each other a little bit more. Uh, not sure that it, especially if it's like one of the few kind of four player simultaneous party games. I don't think that that's what I'd go for. Um, but eh. Right, right. Yeah, I know nothing about it. So I'll go with that. Uh, next is Invisible Ink at number 72. Uh, I played this a little bit. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's made by, is it a clay game? Yeah, it's clay. Yeah. Yeah. Clay game. Thank you. Um, so the people that make don't starve and Mark of the Ninja, um, I wanted to like it. it. It's, it's a game that's intended to be played through over and over and over and over again. Like you play through once and you unlock new characters that can then be used the next playthrough and, and so on. And I just wasn't that wasn't what I was looking for at the time. I wanted right. a longer, more XCOM style kind of thing. Um, and just kind of bailed on it pretty quickly. Uh, don't hate it or anything, but just, yeah, just didn't really care. Uh, so I haven't played through this one. I've, I've seen some in person. I've seen a playthrough of it. Uh, my dad loves this game. Uh, but 
hates the he's beaten it on every mode every character every way except for the absolute hardest difficulty and he is furious at how how much of a set strategy it seems to be like i know exactly that sentiment <laughs> so i can i can agree with that um but yeah i haven't personally played it but clay games are good so i'm not again hopefully to see another clay game on here because uh, if that's the one, then that's wrong. <laughs> right. I bet it's not. I bet it's not. Yeah. yeah. So Eve Online. Yeah, yay. Yes. Especially, right. especially like I'm starting to look at this list more like a deserted island with one PC kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good as idea. As I'm seeing these, like seeing Eve Online installed, like, yes. Yay. Do it. That's there's a place that I can also sink a couple right. thousand hours. Into. I, I have not and may not ever actually play it. But again, if I were on a deserted island with this computer, I'd be happy that that was there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we either already have or will shortly have an episode about sandbox MMOs where I explain a lot about my love for the genre, uh, which Eve is a huge part of my love for that genre. So uh, I would definitely concur. But in the interest of time, I won't go on about why I love it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next, the same thing will be true for... <laughs> Honestly, honestly, you know, because the truth is, is we're close to an hour and we're not halfway through. Yeah, we, we need um, to start hitting these. So, so we're going to speed up a little bit on games, especially games that we've talked about on other episodes right. a lot. Um, so 70 is World of Warcraft. 69 is Destiny 2. I don't think you have an opinion on either of those, really. You haven't played either one. I, would be, I, I mean, so again, if we're looking at it deserted, I want to start framing this in Deserted Island. Okay. I'm actually not mad that World of Warcraft's here. Uh, again, if I had enough time to sink into it, I wouldn't, so I'm not going to pick up WoW right now and go for it. But on Deserted Island, yeah, I'll happily play through a few characters. Destiny 2, I think I'd rather Warframe, but I, again, not going to be mad if, oh, never mind. Number 68's Warframe! <laughs> Don't know that I need both Destiny 2 and Warframe, but I'm not mad at it. They're, they're pretty different games. Okay. Um, they're both space and they both look like space ninjas kind of, but the, the way they play feels very different. Uh, Warframe does a lot more with movement and a lot more with melee combat. Right. And just Warframe's gear, just the way that Warframe plays like Warframe is almost more like Guild Wars two where the end game is more about like collecting different sets of gear and different right. ways to play. Whereas Destiny is a more like WoW, where Which it's raids. like you're grinding for the the god rolls of stuff. Okay. Um, but I think all three of those definitely deserve to be on the list. Okay. Um, Devil May Cry Five is next. Um, it's funny I brought up Devil May Cry earlier. I didn't I didn't know if one of these would make it or not. I actually prefer DMC from 2013, which for Devil May Cry fans is like a heresy. Um, I love the over the top Japanese <laughs> just ridiculousness of these games where right. it, it's just an anime basically mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know that it I don't know that I would put this one above DMC from 2013 so. that's fair if it's not on the list does it play like Bayonetta because I've actually never played a DMC game DMC so so DMC from 2013 that's kind of like treated as like a standalone because it's like a reboot almost um, yeah I would say it plays closer to a Bayonetta the other DMCs all actually have a lot higher emphasis on stringing together really long combos, whereas okay. like Bayonetta is more about dodging 
to create the witch time, which slows gotcha. stuff down, which is also kind of more how Ninja Gaiden works, which is more how DMC works. I like the balance of those a little more. But... Right. So number 66, we have her story. Uh, I'm going to say it's not gone home. So no. Okay. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I have, I don't care about it. So I, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. To just Again, if I'm stuck on an Island, I'm sure having a story experience would be great. It looks like it's a very narrative style kind of game. And I'm okay with that, but I wouldn't right. pick it. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps have have been playing Ori and the Blind Forest a bit. Uh, haven't played this one, but they're an amazing. The first one is an amazing game, and I have to imagine the second one is as well. Um, so I think probably definitely deserve to be here. Yeah, I'd list. be excited by it. Sixty four Frostpunk. Um, so I know I think I know a little bit about this game. And I'm not entirely certain that I want it in my hundred. It's a really, 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 really punishing uh, city. Yeah. Or not city, colony simulator. I don't know. Whatever right. we find that it's is. It's along the, the lines of Banished. Yes. But even harder because in Banished, in this, your town, you're, you're actually the mayor, not the like faceless god character that just right. controls things. So in this, you actually have to also manage a popularity rating with the, the citizens, and they can just vote you out, even if you're not technically dying. You know what I mean? Great. So Great. It's even harder. Um, Black Mesa is a remaster, kind of, of the original Half-Life. Um, I, I guess that's cool. Yeah, uh, I'd probably rather have Half-Life 2. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or any... I mean, come on. It's for, come on. It's like Doom 2. Like, I, again, they say in the list it's not influential. Right. And I know that Black Mesa is new. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I would, Moving again, on. I, I, if, if it's all I had, I would be happy to have something from that series. But if I had my pick, that wouldn't be it. So, 62, Euro Truck Simulator 2, all of the, it just play GTA. <laughs> right <laughs> like yeah. i don't out. get it i i don't get it with the with those games either uh they are they do have a strange cult following but yeah no not not for me um 61 Fortnite. yeah i i get it i i wouldn't deny it for other people because i understand how popular it is i am just too old i guess yeah. i don't know I, I mean i'm just not really attracted to battle royales yeah. Really, like just in general. Um, again, yeah. So if this was everyone had to be banished to their own dimension and this PC had to have something for everyone on it, fine. Um, but if it's me personally, no, not really going to spend much time on it. Yeah. So next up we have the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Yeah, of course. Right. Again, games so like leaning into the deserted island. I want games that can offer me a lot of playtime. And yeah, Skyrim is, while I personally have not gotten very far in Skyrim, the number of times that I've played it and have spent probably more time modding it than actually playing the game, which means, in my opinion, it's 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 good. And I would actually play through the story on a deserted island. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll vouch for Skyrim as well. Uh, Caves of Cud looks kind of like Dwarf Fortress. Never seen it. Though. Yeah, just put Dwarf Fortress on there. Or hopefully here someday the visual remaster of Dwarf Fortress comes out and then that goes on there. But of if you're going to do a Dwarf Fortress clone, just do Dwarf Fortress because you're not beating it. 
<laughs> right. Um, Stalker Call of Pripyat. Know of the Stalker series. Know that they were popular. Also remember always reading that they were kind of janky, which it was a middling developer, so it was kind of forgiven, I think, by the player base at large, but I I was never that drawn to it. So, yeah. again, don't really have, don't even have a bad opinion of it or mean to hate on it, just eh, whatever. I think there's probably better, I, I, again, a, a better game from 100. So. Right. 57, Unavowed. Uh, I don't think I have any experience with this it looks kind of like a king's quest but futurey future fantasy mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. yeah and then uh i yeah i don't know anything about it so i'll i'll skip uh prey from 2017 uh, yeah didn't didn't really play uh remember prey from 2006 2006 yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would say if you're gonna put a prey on there put the older one on like but I don't even think even if there's some yeah it's not the same it's not even the same series it's it's not um regardless of some of the maybe more politically correct connotations of the older version of prey i still think it's a better game um yeah um so session yeah oh sorry no yeah 55 session I put tony hawks per yeah well i don't know if the new one is going to be is the new one going to be on pc it's out now oh it is out now is it the is remaster it yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it's on it's on the Epic Store. Oh, okay. Then yeah, then there's no reason to have any other skateboarding game. I would tend to agree. I mean, I think that this probably like just looking at the graphics of it, it looks like maybe it's a little more open than than Tony Hawk games are, but like open worldy. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Um, Resident Evil Two. I've actually just never been a very big Resident Evil fan. Neither so have I. And I, I think care. if if I were, I would want one of the newer, more open world ones. Agreed. Um, so yeah, number fifty-three, Dusk. I feel like I have seen some of this stuff, but I, again, if you're gonna do like an old-school shooter from that era, uh, a Quake or an Unreal Tournament is my pick. So. Yeah. Um, the next two we've talked about in somewhat detail before: Stardew Valley at fifty-two and Path of Exile at fifty-one. I would definitely vouch for both of those. I think yeah. Path of Exile is um, the best version of what that genre offers. Yes. Uh, even though you and I tried to to play it several <laughs> months ago and made it, it to level two, and then what if like, we were yeah, on we're... a deserted island? Hey. If we were on separate deserted islands and each had this PC. <laughs> I bet we would find some time to play Path of Exile. Right. <laughs> Um, uh, 50, I don't know though, with 50 on there, maybe not because your favorite game of all time, Grand Theft Auto 5. It is, it is. However, I will admit I've spent more time playing Factorio than I have GTA 5. Like I think that GTA 5 is a masterpiece, but at the same time, like it, it doesn't offer infinite interesting decisions right. in the way that Factorio does. Right. So, uh, but yeah, love GTA 5. Still think it is the magnum opus of gaming, which is funny because the next game is called Opus Magnum. Right. Uh, not heard of that, nor yep, do I know. On it. Uh, at, at a puzzle game, I mean, I guess you got to have right, a yeah. game on the list, but uh, nah. I it looks it looks like it could be cool. It looks yeah, but, like it could be cool. But, but in two, they have Portal Two. That let's call that a puzzle game. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Forty-eight. I'm happy to see on the list. Uh, Minecraft. Yep. I would I probably I actually thought about playing through it again recently for the sole purpose of the fact that there's construction going on near my house where they're putting in 
more houses are like extending our subdivision. And I literally just saw the flattened earth and was like, Ooh, I want to go flatten an area of grass. I want to flatten a mountain into a bunch of flat land. Like I didn't even want to, like I had no idea of what I would build on it. Just wanted to flatten land. So, Hey, <laughs> so I will say, you know, cause I also, you know, I understand we've been going for a while here. So I, I almost feel like, cause of the rest of these games on this and this grouping of 10, right. We're all pretty popular games. Right. So I'm just going to go through them real quick and we'll see if we have anything that we think we need to anything add to that it. A no. <laughs> yeah. Cause really, I think they're all yeses. So after Minecraft, like I said, it's portal Two. yes. Rocket league. No. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to buy you an EA subscription. Anyway, <laughs> civilization. I'm going to start donating to EA in your name. Just donate, oh. not even to buy a product, just to help them. It, oh, so is Rocket League EA? No. No. I just, okay. you just, you're just, you're just mad at me. Time. You're just mad at me because I, yeah, I, I I'm being petty. You. Okay. Gotcha. Was gotcha. I, I, was, I got confused for a second with your petty. No. So, okay. no, no, it's not either. No, I was like, I didn't uh, think it was. No, yeah. Rocket League's <laughs> fine. Um, Civ 6. Yeah. Yes. Arma 3. Yes. Nah. Really? I mean, if. For me, like, it is it is FPS, right? Yeah, but it Arma is especially the, the you know Arma three being the latest one. Like, it 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 distinguishes itself by referring to itself as a military simulation because it has like separate look, turn your head left and right controls that are not moving the gun. Right? For me, like, that's too much. I would rather, I actually would prefer like a battlefield. Like, even if it has to be like a World War One, World War Two shooter than that otherwise probably call of duty like i just there's something to be said for being overly complex just because you can like don't give me tank controls on a human i already have enough problem with that in real life like yeah i don't need pedals for the feet (laughs) i would say that i i i it's hard for me to to defend it because i have not spent very much time with it so it's not like i can die on the hill of like yeah i love this game but I do think it makes an interesting contribution to, to PC gaming. So, uh, you know what? That's influence, not deserted island. So, fair yeah. enough. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. No. Oh, a million percent yes. Million percent isn't yes. This How would the, you isn't this the open world one? Yeah. No. No. Do not, want to stab, do not want to stab a zombie 500 times in the face with a spear that breaks. There's, in no, my opinion... Not this game. I don't know what that one is called. That that's a different game that you're talking. Isn't that about. a Metal Gear Solid game though? No, it's... that's Metal Gear something, but it's oh, not okay. Metal Gear. It's not... Okay, okay, then fine. I thought it was that one, yeah. and I was like, the open world stab zombies in a face with a spear that breaks or through a chain link fence forever to collect zombie head parts. That no, screw that. Give me a classic Metal Gear Solid storyline. Actually, I haven't played one since like two, um, but. Yes, I would take a metal, a classic Metal Gear Solid. I mean, this one came out in 2015, so it's not old. Right. It's five years old. Um, but I actually just restarted playing this and want to get farther in it. But I, I mean, I intend on talking about it. It's excellent. It okay. is one of the one of the cooler games that I've I've seen actually. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Haven't played it. It's the most recent one. I'll give Assassin's Creed a shout out. Um, yeah, I'd play it. Fair. I yeah. I wouldn't be mad at it. Right. Halo. A collection. Yeah. All of the Halos. Number 41. Right. The whole Master Chief collection. Yeah. I'll take the whole collection. Uh, I'm glad they're not singling out a single game from that one because that's a little difficult. 
Right, right. Yeah, the, the collection is so cool, man. Like it's such a it's it's so cool and it's cool because you can queue up for multiplayer and you can choose which version of multiplayer you want to queue up for or queue up for multiple at once. Right. Just um, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Really, really neat. I'm very happy to see this next one because if it wasn't on here, I was going to be mad. Kerbal Space Program. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Kerb, man. So that's an episode we have n- not done still. Yeah, right? we still have not. That's okay. Well, that's next. That's not next, but that's coming up soon because yeah. Kerbal is we amazing. In, in terms of we will record it soon. God knows when it'll come out. But Well, right. <laughs> but yeah, we have to because and, and for you, because yeah. I don't even have that much experience with it. But it is such a cool game, and it it deserves a, a, a shout out. Whether the second one turns out to be good or not, right. the first one is amazing. Um, Thirty nine Street Fighter Five. Um, it's it's really hard for me to comment because I'm just not a fighting game fan. Um, Street Fighter is traditionally held up as the competitive gold standard for fighting games, from what I understand. Five though, actually. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly, now again, I'm not. I if we're gonna take a fighting game, I want Soul Calibur six or Mortal Kombat, or or Capcom versus uh, uh, DC. And right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I I would I would give you that. I think that um, I wanted. So I love that since Street Fighter four, which I guess that's just the last two. Mm-hmm. Their cel shaded art style. Oh man, like I it is drink pretty, but for me, it's Soul Calibur's character creator. Right, right, so, right. Like, <laughs> uh, CS:GO, which we talked about earlier. Don't know that that should be higher than Valorant. Again, is is fun to play now, but maybe if you don't like Valorant, then maybe that's fair. Right. Um, uh, I'm probably no, and definitely not at 38. So. Right. Yeah, that's fair. 37 um, Subnautica. I'm a yeah. Yeah, I love Subnautica. I would agree with Subnautica. Uh, I haven't played it very much, and I feel. I, I actually almost hate <laughs> um, how much time I've spent playing other survival crafting style games because I know Subnautica is not, it's not ARK. It's a totally different right. experience, yeah. right? But when it's like, go to this thing, collect this thing, go put it in this, like put it in this box, walk around the base and put things in boxes. I just, I, I, every time I start, I run out of steam. I, I really, yeah, I should give you the primer that gets you through the difficult first part of Subnautica. Like, cause it is kind of a, you should like wiki part of the game, but not all of it. I feel like it's, it, once you get through the very first bits of it, it's l- way less survival and way more exploration. And I feel like it is one of the few games that has invoked the Metroid prime level of exploration for me of like Mm -hmm. a game that's it's not just exploration but it invokes that and there are very few games that really present an alien world and make you feel like you're there so yeah it's on my list uh forza horizon 4 i would give a no i actually do own this um me and a buddy both picked it up we thought it was because forza is the competitor to gran turismo from microsoft Mm -hmm. um but their horizon series is like the need for speed version of it so it's a lot more arcadey you you have access to a ton of cars and stuff pretty easily and we were looking for more of that old school gran turismo style which i think the other version of forza offers where it's like 
you start out with a Pinto and then have to build your way up the racing circuit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm definitely more for something like that. Really just bring me a new need for speed underground game or uh, a burnout with all of the modes, including the crash demo mode. Like, I don't know why that got dropped from burnout games. It was one of the most fun things you could do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 35 monster hunter world. I, while I haven't played it yet, I actually hope to play this one before I'm on a deserted island. Um, but if I was on a deserted island, I definitely would would play through it. It's it's it, I I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I hate that the co op sucks like it does, right. but man, cool game. Um, Super Mega Baseball Three. No, I actually talked about this one on an episode one time. I got it and then refunded it, but it's because I knew I just wasn't really going to play it. It's actually a really great game for what it is, which is basically a throwback to mid to late 90s era baseball games on like SNES, which is a pretty specific niche. Definitely not top 100, though. No, and definitely not not in the top 50 and like breaking (laughs) into the 30s. No, no, done. Company of Uh, Heroes. I mean, I've already put my stance on like, I don't know. I just don't really get down on World War One to era anything which we've talked about in the past uh, so eh, but I, i'm not gonna shoot it down too hard i would say i would say yes just because i like the the um the rts mechanics that it introduces um i don't know if it's top 50 or even top 100 but i don't i i, I don't know i'm not mad at it being here right S- city skylines um kind of like sim city from the future um <laughs> it, yeah it's it's super duper sim city um yeah i would say yes because i don't i feel like it's more detail and more fun especially with sculpting landscapes and things like that you can make some very beautiful cities just as an like creative mode thing um i would put this above something like an anno which has more rts style elements um, you can play this one that way, and I would put it above any of the Sim Cities because those have just completely fallen off the map. So, I I think Skylines is cool looking, and and I like the ideas of it. When I actually sat and played it, it felt like it was really just like how much do you understand traffic planning? Yes. Uh, and, and like, and honestly, I went on Reddit and found some guy who was a civil engineer and explained all of the different types of roads and how they play into one another. Right. And when I knew that and took that and applied it to the game, I was much better at the game, but I was like, I don't know how much I like that. I have to know how different road types work. I think that that's kind of, in my opinion, I, and maybe this is just my gameplay style, but it's kind of like having to learn orbital mechanics to play Kerbal. You have to have at least a little bit of understanding it is, but it's because I guess what my point is that like when I think of city simulation, I'm not thinking of like, yeah, but traffic management is the most important part of that. And I guess maybe it really would be. People I don't got to get around traffic, water and power. Yeah, but it's just not that's not the most fun right. to me when I'm thinking of it being fun. That's not that's not the most fun part of, of the, Needs the more Godzilla's and UFOs. Something. I mean, I wasn't a huge SimCity guy either, so I That's don't know. I actually was a pretty big SimCity person, so City Skylines really is just kind of the ultimate version of that. Right. So, 31, Dark Souls Remastered? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll give it a yeah. I've I've never really been into the Dark Souls games. I yeah. appreciate them for what they are, but as far as actually if, playing if, it... 
picking one of the Dark Souls to be on Abandoned Island PC, I would probably take two. Uh, yeah, Over again, I have, like, I have no experience with them, really. I mean, I've played maybe each of them for 20 minutes, but right. I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, number three, Terraria. Yes. That's got to be top Solid 10. Solid, yes. But yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, it is definitely top 10. I would put it top 10. Um, but yeah. at least it's here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Terraria, though, I think we've done a pretty extensive conversation about Terraria before on another episode. Um, but if you don't know what Terraria is, do yourself a favor and spend two, $10 and get it. Right. Uh, Battletech, <laughs> I have not played. I I am not the mech fan that you are, so I'm not really compelled by it. Part of that, though, is because I also have an impression that mech games suck usually. Um, not because the concept sucks, but just the games themselves. No, are not usually well they do. You uh, And the problem is, is that, again, this is a game that is born from pencil and paper RPGs. Mm. Um, and very few of them give the detail and credit that those original versions had i've not played battletech so i can't speak to it i actually would be interested i i for some reason missed this one i guess um i think mech warrior online overshadowed a lot of stuff which i'm kind of against but i would be willing to look at battletech simply because i think the mech warrior series way usually focuses far too heavily on being inner sphere instead of all of the ridiculously awesome clan mechs like I don't know why they always like Atlas is the coolest mech because it has a face that looks like a skull. I'm like, no, it's just not. Like, give me a Mad Cat, give me a Daishi, whatever. I won't spend too long on it. I would give it a go. Um, I will. I actually will plan on looking at this one after uh, we're done recording to see if it actually holds up. Don't know if it's top 30. Maybe it is. Maybe we'll have an episode on it soon. Cool. Next is League of Legends at 28. Um, I'm not a MOBA guy, so this is definitely not a game I would want in my top 100 because I just don't care. Yeah. Um, um, but, but I get its relevance. I just yeah, don't care. Again, it's pretty much the same. I've played more of it of League of Legends and Dota. I probably own more premium heroes on League of Legends than Dota. But yeah, I mean, it's it maybe if the island doesn't have access to chat. <laughs> then maybe right <laughs> but i get why it's here so 27 alien isolation uh, okay not in the top 30 but i have you played it no but I've i seen, haven't yeah i've seen i've seen not tons i've seen a fair amount of gameplay i think of the alien games it invokes the highest feeling of immersion in an alien world um not sure that it's top 30 though Right. Yeah, I I have not played it, but I have some grand illusion that I mean, it's been out forever. So this could have happened already. But I have some imagination that I will like eventually sit down on a night and shut all the lights off, put headphones on and play it because it supposedly offers a very tense experience. Yes. And that sounds cool. Um, but yeah, I haven't ever done it. But I'm not mad at seeing it because I my impression of it is that it's pretty good. For sure. What remains of Edith Finch? Uh, haven't heard of it don't know so i've heard of it um i haven't seen anything or played anything of it i'm trying to remember where i think i might have heard it referenced on another podcast or something else so i can't comment on it i'm not going to say no because i've actually heard some interesting like i i all i know is that it is associated to good comments but i don't remember what those comments are so number 25 rainbow six siege i mean sure it's 
not you know it is definitely more intense and more tactical than something like a call of duty um i'm not super compelled by it but i'm not going to be mad at it for being there yeah i i i've played it a little bit um and i the truth is is i just don't really play competitive shooters i just right. don't really not my my jam the, the the amount of um time that needs to be spent honing that skill set mm -hmm. is just not interesting enough I actually for me. probably would take rainbow six siege over like a, a a black ops kind of style or call of duty style game um just because there's it's just more interesting to be able to shoot a hole in a wall or have limited ammo um but yeah i'm not super hard into the competitive stuff either so mm -hmm. next is persona 4 golden which might just be the only persona game from the series that's on pc um, I have not played that. I don't know. I have played Persona 5 on PS4. It is far... Now, I haven't played a ton of modern art JRPGs, I guess, but it is a really, 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 really cool JRPG. Persona 5, at least. Right. And it's, uh, 5 is planned to come on PC, right? It's just exclusive on console right now? Possibly could be. It, it start. It's definitely been on PS4 only up to right. this point. Um yeah, I, I've always been really interested in the Persona series. I just didn't have a PlayStation for a long time. Um, so I was really excited to pick up five when I could. And I probably will pick this up at some point, uh, maybe on a winter sale or something. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. Uh, if, P, if if Persona 5 comes out, I'm definitely playing that. But I'm not going to go out of my way to play four if it doesn't. So right. 23, Return of Obra Dinn. I have not heard of this one. Yep, so don't know. don't know why okay. it's in a top 20. <laughs> Or top 25, anyway. Right. Uh, next is Total War Three Kingdoms. I totally vouch for this. I love the Total War games. I've spent more time with Total War Warhammer 1 and 2 this year, um, despite being a lifelong Three Kingdoms fan. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's the only game that blends turn-based style civilization gameplay with real-time strategy gameplay in the battles. Uh, really, really well done. Really cool. There's just there's just nothing else like it. There's nothing else where you can zoom in and watch two armies of two thousand troops fight each other. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely not mad at this one. Uh, I, I would also probably prefer, or I know not would also. You're the lifelong Three Kingdoms fan. I would probably prefer to have the uh, the Warhammer fantasy, even though I'm not the biggest fantasy fan. More fantasy than real life, you know. No, so. I mean, Three Kingdoms is. I am a huge fan of the Three Kingdoms franchise, but man, in Total War Warhammer, watching a dragon fly around and melt dudes, right? Like, and cool. and orcs and Skaven and give me Trian. the yeah, and treants and lizardmen and flamethrowers and yeah, just give yeah, me that. No, it's so. it's really cool. Um, and then next, Final Fantasy fourteen. It that's the MMO. Okay, um, I guess, but we did already have a Final Fantasy here, so it is. But but the, but I think the difference being that this one is is an MMO, whereas all of the other. I guess, others... but they're literally numbered. I get that, like you could also say that there's almost no sequels in the Final Fi Final Fantasy franchise. I don't think there is. Uh, in, I mean, you get X two, for example. Yeah, yeah. Ten two and there's, stuff. There's but... a technical, but. But right. again, I would say that if you're going for numbered Final Fantasies, um, that then ah, I don't know. I consider them all. They're not sequels, but they are because they're all still basically the same game. There's there's big differences between them, but they're still all the same game. <laughs> but that's why I think this one. I, that's why I think it's fair that this one's here because it being an MMO, it is a very different than, than the than a that's traditional fair. single player. Um, then give it a different name. 
<laughs> but, <laughs> want people to buy it. <laughs> just, just call it like Final Fantasy Online. <laughs> and then yeah. online two, and then online three, because I know others have had online like fine. Thirteen yeah. and fourteen, if you're gonna stay in the numbered series, you gotta be get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're to the top twenty. Uh Half Life Alex, VR only, haven't played it. Honestly, was really excited when it was coming out because it's Valve and they're they're making a VR exclusive game and how cool. I haven't played it in VR, so I don't, I can't speak to how it feels watching how it looks, you know, just on video. It actually doesn't look like the VR experience that I think I want. I will say that there has not been a VR game that I have seen a video of that looked cool in the video. When you play it, it is totally different. Like it, videos just do not express like, like the, the, craziness that it is when you are the one standing there um so i would probably say i am when when vr happens this is going to be one of the first vr games i get on top of a couple of others so i'm i'm happy it's here cool uh next is into the breach um this is a really interesting little strategy game um i actually have played it for a few hours um it it's really really short matches with the, it's not matches because it's ai but right it, it's like five or six turns and then the game the rounder the, the, like that that mission is or over. whatever yeah, yeah yeah um but really fun little mechanics it's, i think it's made by the same people that make ftl if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken yeah i just um, uh this one was just recently on the epic steam store or oh, pfft, the, epic store. <laughs> the epic steam stale store gog marketplace <laughs> no um it was really yeah. free I picked yes. it up. I haven't played it yet, but yeah. I will. I plan on it because I, I actually I like the little micro style of this game probably yes. more than I do the grand scale version of this game. Yeah, I think I think that's true. I think you would like this because of how quick it is. Also, kaiju's versus robots. Like, sure. Right, right. But turn based. So, well, yeah. I yeah, I don't hate all turn based. I just generally don't. Hey, whoa! You know what I mean? God, you're the you're the sharpshooter over here. <laughs> Next is Sims Four. Um, again, I can, from an influential standpoint, I can appreciate the Sims franchise. I have never cared about playing a Sims game. I've never, I had access to the Sims Four through EA Origin or whatever, and downloaded it and played it, and was just like, I man, I just don't care. So <laughs> this is gonna out. be. So now I'm gonna blow your mind. I'm actually, if, if on the deserted island, it comes with every released expansion. Yeah, like, for free. Like $3,000 value and a two <laughs> terabyte hard drive to store it all on. Um, I'm actually not mad at this. Now, uh, let's just say I did not purchase this, but I have played it on a friend's computer who had all of the expansions and let me play it for an incredible length of time. Um, not incredible. I, I put a, I've put a number of hours in. I probably put at least 80 to 100 hours in, uh, plus mods. I actually just, it's probably the cre- character creator side of me, but playing yeah. it, I created a character that legit looks like me and was able to try out different looks and was like, I could actually just go shopping based on how my in-game character now looks. Like mm. I can, if I wanted to try out a new style and like, how would I look as a city look or a country look or whatever? 
Um, yeah, it just worked out. I think the other thing is, is I wouldn't have probably continued playing without mods, but I can see where people do. It's actually just got a lot of interesting things to, to be able to make cool buildings and uh, yeah. having character sim on top of it means that it's a little bit more than Minecraft in that way. So Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. I, I definitely get intimidated very quickly. Like in Minecraft, I'll spend some time making what ends up to be a very simple like waterfall and then like a little garden beneath it that has like a, a moat around right. it of lava or I, whatever. But again, it's not really that <laughs> imaginative. <laughs> um, and Minecraft's easy to do that stuff right. in because there's not a lot to it. Whereas like games like The Sims or like even like a Vorian, I mean, totally different game. Right. But I get intimidated by the variety of, of tools. Like the more it looks like Photoshop, That's <laughs> the fair. more scared yeah. I am. And it and is, the, it's the got more... a lot of complex tools. I don't know. It, it has a lot of interesting stuff, too, with some of the expansions where you go on like a vacation to one of the other areas. And it's actually just an adventure. Like there's... Right things to 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 collect and figure out and mysterious puzzles there's a whole like temple of doom area where you can meet mystical figures and it's like a fantasy game it plays mm. like a fantasy game in the sims so like your architect character can go have this fantasy adventure i don't know kind of fun and then come back to a real life it's kind of an interesting dichotomy thing it's like being able to play a normal character who then gets to play through a fake fiction novel that they're reading and then come right. back and play their normal life. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. Right. Um, next, Apex Legends. It's a battle royale game. Um, it's got cool features to it, certainly. I, I enjoyed it more than uh, PUBG. Um, I think I probably enjoyed Warzone more than this. But in the end, I'm just not really a battle royale guy. So I, I, I would not include this, but it's also just not my cup of tea. I'll take it over uh, having... What was the other one that was on this list? Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely, I'll take it over Fortnite. Definitely don't need to be two on the list, in my opinion, but I get, I get it. <laughs> right. Um, Yakuza 0. I'm not mad at this. No, I... I. So this is a game that I started playing and was really into, and then um, something happened. I think my power went out. And I hadn't saved. Uh, and so I lost, I mean, I literally only lost maybe an hour, but at the, in the moment, replaying an entire hour is an hard. Hour. Yeah. And so then I put it down and then I just haven't come back. But I, I think, yeah, probably deserves to be here having not played it much. The franchise is very loved. Um, right. So. Hitman 2 comes in at number 15. Um, so... Hitman 2, in my opinion, I do like Hitman 2. I think it's one of the better Hitman games because I think some of the others stray from... Now, wait a minute. So this is the new Hitman 2. Oh, okay. haven't played it. That's what I... I don't know why it's on the list in the top 20, but I guess... So um, they re they they re-released... Or not re-released, oh. but whatever. Rebooted the franchise probably four years ago with Hitman and then just came out with Hitman 2. Um, I've played the first one a little bit. Seems really, really cool, and I think harkens back to um, what made Hitman games cool originally, where it's kind of like a, a level is kind of like a sandbox where there's 
a huge variety of ways yes. to pull off the target or the yeah. mission or whatever. Um, but yeah, not not Hitman Two from two thousand four okay. or whatever. I was wondering what the dates because a couple of the release dates have thrown me a little bit because I was maybe there's mm-hmm. some editing in here, maybe I'm just wrong. But uh, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> twenty eighteen yeah. is not right. I still don't know that even just any of the Hitman style games make it into the top twenty for me. They're not bad. I like them. Yeah, but I haven't spent enough time with it to have a, a good opinion really on the newest one. So number 14 is Doom Eternal. It's definitely a top 10 uh, for me. Um, I don't understand why. I mean, I get that this is doesn't play anything like Doom 2. I still am just confused that Doom 2 was on the list at all. But Doom Eternal certainly belongs here. It's incredible. Right. If Doom 2 and Doom Eternal can be uh, on this list as completely different games, then so can uh, Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 2. And and Fallout Two just takes the place of Doom Two, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would give you that. I would give you that. Um, Kentucky Route Zero, read a lot about it, never was compelled to try it, so don't know. Yeah, um, same. Don't care. Um, XCOM Two, XCOM is a series that I am so torn on because I think it is so well made, and I love so many of the things that it does, but it is so stressful that mm-hmm. I don't play it. So I don't actually want it, but I, but I don't want to say it doesn't belong here because it, it, I know it does. Right. Like, I'm just soft, and I'll just admit that on this one. I mean, I'm in the same. Like, I think that, again, Desert Island standpoint, maybe I don't save scum my, or actually, no, I take that back. Maybe I take the time to save scum my way through it. <laughs> That's fair. But That's outside fair. of that, um, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one is from 1999, Planescape Torment. They really think a game from 1999 is the 11th best game that you could play right Right now. now. And if you're going to play a 90s style, even late 90s style Dungeons and Dragons style game, just play Baldur's Gate 2. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I know Planescape is beloved title, but really number 11? Really? Ahead of Terraria. You think it would be more fun, PC Gamer, to play that than Terraria? Yeah. Get out of here. Or Stardew Valley. Get out of here. No. Yeah, agreed. Get out of here. All right. We are finally down to the top 10. Their top 10. Yes. Uh, Titanfall. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to say, nope. I was going to say Titanfall 2 (laughs) is their number 10. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the only game I've played with mechs, which, again, I have very limited experience with. Where I did think the mech was cool, yeah, um, and the single player campaign of it is cool, and a lot of stuff they wanted to do with multiplayer is cool, but in the end, I didn't actually spend very much time with it. Certainly not top ten. Yeah, no. With the fact that the Halo Master Chief Collection is here, I I personally, even if if again, if we end up ranking these by theoretical playtime. The yeah. master, especially because it's the whole collection. You can't right. even like if you speed run the entire Halo Chief Master Collection, you're still looking at like 20 hours. So, right, right. yeah, yeah. I, yep. I mean, gonna have more playtime on that than Titanfall Two. So, to be completely honest, this is a really dumb point, but my favorite thing about the Titanfall franchise is actually just simply that the developer's name is Respawn, because the two guys who started Respawn Entertainment were the two guys who were the lead developers on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, mm-hmm. so like in 2009 probably. And Activision 
basically screwed them over on money. And right. so they had this big dispute. And so they just left and then went to EA, Activision's rival, mm-hmm. and started Respawn Entertainment, which I love that that's the name of it. Right. So I, I love their little, like, like middle finger to the big company kind of thing. Um, so I appreciate that. But I don't actually play their games. So. <laughs> hey, <you can laughs> they all make Apex yeah. uh, that we talked about earlier. So number nine, Outer Wilds. Um, I've seen some stuff. I've actually seen a full playthrough of it. Um, it looks very, very fun and interesting. Uh, single playthrough puzzle games, though, difficult for me to have Deserted Island top ten. But it is. A, it looks like a good game. So yeah, I've read a very little about it. Don't really have much of an opinion though. Um, so yeah, kind of whatever. Uh, Hollow Knight. That's a game I actually haven't played very much, despite being told that I would love it, because I think it's basically a Metroidvania. Right. Um, I, I love Metroidvanias, so I, I guess fine. I don't we actually know, I haven't really had a Metroidvania on this list. Yeah, it seems like there was one. I don't know what it was, though, and I'm not scrolling back through. Yep, Either no. way, definitely not not represented. In the, oh, it was the Ori. Ori oh, the, okay, okay, the, sorry. Yes, yeah, 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 you are correct. Um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely, I mean, Metroidvanias deserve a spot. So I'll pretend that Hollow Knight is just generic Metroidvania in the top 10 <laughs> and I'll say that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised you haven't played through this one. So yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm, nope. Not, I'm not following that trail. We're going on to number seven, Dishonored 2. Um, I have not played, but I, as far as what I've seen, uh, I would I would play through Dishonored 2 again. Don't know if it should be top ten because I haven't played it yet, um, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I I would agree. I haven't played either of the Dishonored games, um, but not really out of just like I don't know. I it just I've just never made it a priority, but not because I think they suck or have any negative impression of them. Um, and I it, it for everything I've heard, it's a pretty rewarding experience. So right. so. Th- Again, top 10, eh, but whatever. Um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. So this is a game made by From Software, which is the mm-hmm. same guys that make uh, Dark Souls. Um, I love ninja stuff, so I really, really, really want to play this game, but I've never bought it because I don't think I will. Right. Because it's Dark Souls with ninjas kind right. of thing. So. I don't know. Maybe someday. Yeah, there's already a Dark Souls game on here, and in my opinion, it's the wrong game. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, into the top five. Yeah, top five. Again, I so looking quickly through this, I don't think a single one of these are my actual top five. You should play them right now, Um, especially if you've never played them. But uh, maybe maybe this one hits your fancy. the, The number five is Slay the Spire. No, not for top five. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really interesting card battling game, and I, I've I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I put I don't know forty or fifty hours over a, a few week period, so I hit it pretty hard. Right. But I haven't gone back since then. Um, it's cool. Um, I don't think top five though. Me either. I mean, I'm not mad that it's on the list. I would probably put it in the top one hundred. Um, I would say it probably even beats Hand of Gilgamesh for that, even though I played through Hand of Gilgamesh. Um, right the replayability is just there for slay the spire um that i don't I'll tell you think... what more deserving than doom 2 how about that yeah so. for sure 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we're probably going to have to do some honorable mentions after this list. So that's fine. All right. Uh, number four is The Witcher 3. Uh, I understand why this game is so beloved. Um, I do not think that it's a bad game per se. And I, and I know everyone would be like, what are you talking about? Um, it's got a lot of really, really great qualities. The problem that I have with it is that it is enormously long. So for all the people that used to complain about why do I only get 20, 20 hours for a $60 title? I need more content. Well, this is your solution where it's over a hundred hours. I played for 50 and was still, still doing side quests for people to try and get to the main quest. Like you you're think you're going to do the tutorial main quest? 50 hours in, like it felt like that. And, and the other thing is, is that like, there's this quest that actually PC gamer specifically talks about all the time. That's the bloody Baron is what the quest line is called. And it's this alcoholic old Baron. Who's like a, like a, a misogynist, abusive person with his wife. I mean, he's a monster and he threatens the Witcher constantly. And by the time you're you're with him, my problem with the Witcher is I've probably killed a thousand dudes, but the the lore and the fantasy of the Witcher is not that you're this slayer of people, right? And so it, it constantly just is unbelievable to me because you get threatened by people where it's like, like, dude, I am the scariest person ever. Like, I literally killed a thousand people before I got here. Like, how dare you threaten me? How dare you threaten me? I'm a sociopath. Like, I'm I'm the <laughs> This is terrifying who I am. Like you wouldn't even make eye contact with me when I looked in the room. You certainly wouldn't use that tone. Yeah. You certainly wouldn't use that tone. Yeah. You've got no swords. I have two. So right. yeah. Just rug. And I've away. got a body count that is shocking. <laughs> there in fact there are dead guards in front of your door. Right. <laughs> like here on the ground. I'm not killing you right now, Mr. NPC is because the game won't let me because this is supposed to be some really artfully smartly done quest. But it's not because it it completely shatters the role playing part of it, right. which is which is either a stop having me kill a thousand people so that I believe <laughs> it, or lean into the fact that that's who I am. Yeah, if I if I'm not make it to where like no other human has been killed because I have some creed of honor against killing humans, so that way that can be an important thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, a hundred hours of gameplay, a deserted island, sure top 10 no so even at just, even at that it just the reason i mentioned that is because that's a thing that people will credit it for it's like right. oh it's so long and it's like yeah but it kind of i don't know that it benefits from that yeah so anyway i agree i agree uh red dead redemption 2 eh, i mean again i've I, I don't know which i dislike more wild west or world war oh, wow. uh, as a genre um it that's a difficult call for me i probably red dead redemption 2 of if i've got to have a, a wild western game i'll take this one because at least it looks and, and plays more like a gta because it's the same you know mm -hmm. but uh i definitely not top 10 for me i love it uh it's um it's it's pretty great now i don't love it as much as gta because I was gonna I say, there's no tennis right i prefer a more modern setting um but man it, it does the same thing that gta does where it just creates these moments like 
it, it, yeah, it just it just creates moments that feel serendipitous that are outside of the story. They're outside of a, a, a triggered event or something that just where you where you run your horse up a ramp and then fly over a mountain and then. No, more That's like GTA. where I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, more like where a guy like and this actually I'm pretty sure is a scripted event that everyone sees, but um, at least the first time you see it, but like a guy is on the side of the road standing by his horse and he like calls out to you like, Hey, I need help. And so you like stop your horse and go over to him. And as soon as you get off your horse and walk towards him, he's like, Hey man. And like walks behind his horse and it kicks him straight in the head and kills him just on sight <laughs> right there. It's just like, I love you. It is I fair. Love you. There are a lot of there are a lot of serendipitous <laughs> things that also can happen in Red Dead Redemption. That's there. It's Rockstar. Right. Um, again, I don't think I'm putting it in top ten. Definitely not top five. So, yeah, yeah. I I don't have a problem with it there, but that's because of my GTA love. So, um, Divinity Original Sin Two is their number two game. Um, I have not played this. I own it. Um, I always. I, again, it's kind of like Subnautica where I have fantasy or, or, or uh, Alien Isolation or whatever. I have these like daydreaming fantasies that I will sit down and play it and just become completely immersed with it. Um, it turns out that the Divinity games are a lot of reading and a lot of just like thinking about the world and not as much go kill monsters, which I, mm-hmm. I, I need a happy medium, it turns out, because I don't, I don't want Diablo either, where it's just go kill monsters right. in a non-fun way. So it's not that I insist that's what it is, but, um, but I also don't feel like I've ever given them enough just commitment to really judge it. So uh, yeah, I have I, I heard though that it, it is a serious commitment, and that like if you play multiplayer, you need to play with the same group of multiplayer people all the way through. Like you're yes. not you're not gonna play with you know, jump in and jump out of whatever. So that's the thing is I've actually tried to play maybe both of them, but certainly the first one with multiplayer, which is one other person, and they do, it's really well integrated. Like it's impressive for a turn based RPG game how they do multiplayer like it's cool the problem is is that you don't have to both run around together so if two people like we did end up going to a different place in town and talking to two different npcs well now both of you are missing what the other person is learning from that npc and it just starts to feel disjointed and feel like well i don't want to follow you around exclusively but i don't also want you to ask me to just or ask you to follow me around I, but, I think that of the games that actually try to evoke Dungeons and Dragons, this, like, the feeling of playing at a tabletop, this probably does the best, in my opinion. Whereas yeah. the Baldur's Gates are definitely more like a Fallout, uh, especially the original kind of series, uh, with D&D trappings around them. This feels the most like, yeah, if you go do a side mission and learn about something else that's unrelated, you better tell me about it. Like you have to pull me aside and say, Hey, I talked to Baron von Schrautz and he's, you know, given me some hints about this and that this for this quest, this might be something for a different quest. What do you want to do? Like where there's actual outside of the game conversations need to happen. Yeah, and it does feature a rock paper scissors mechanic, so that you can solve disputes uh, via nice. rock paper scissors. There so. you go. <laughs> so coming in at number one, Disco Elysium. I don't know. I I actually have heard of this, but I haven't ever seen it. So, so 
I um, I have not played this. Um, however, this is a hard criteria for me to define because I kind of just buy games that I want to own. Right. Hence my unplayed library. <laughs> so the thing I'm about to say won't make sense. But what I was going to say is that this is probably the game that I want the most that I haven't bought. I don't so, know if that places it really low on the list or <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's why I tried to preface a bit. I get, it doesn't it. I get what you're saying though. So I have a buddy, a close friend of mine that picked this up and he said that it's basically, it's an RPG, but that your skills and abilities are like your are expressed through your dialogue choices. Hmm. So okay. Yeah, which to me sounds really interesting. Right. And that's that's what my friend said was just that like as far as a a way to think about how you could play an RPG and again how you could express character power progression and all that stuff, really, really interesting. Um and I I mean everything I've read about it is excellent. I mean, I remember I think it might have been PC Gamer, Outer Worlds came out at a similar time. Not Outer Wilds, but right. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Which is like a space version of fallout kind right. of anyway um and that's what he talked about was that he played this and that outer worlds and disco elysium at similar times and the outer worlds just feels really derivative of all of the bethesda rpgs which i have played it and that is very accurate right uh whereas this is like so fresh and so different and so just innovative that it was just hard to to, to think that the other one was fun because this is just so novel right you know what i mean when compared so. to this uh so i'm not mad seeing it on the list it sounds interesting i've heard a couple things about it so i would be down to play it um mm -hmm. yeah not mad at it not not a number one it's again it actually sounds like it kind of is your number one because it's the game that you would play most you know like if you had to buy a new game right now yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's my number one of a hundred games that i could possibly play though because i haven't bought right, it right right so. right um, but I would say that I'm not mad even that it's at number one because I have an impression of it that it's very credible. Um, but no, I couldn't put it in my number one because right. I've never played it. So, so you want to snap uh, through a few? Um, no, I don't want to go through their honorable mentions. No. no. Um, yeah, I mean, is there something that wasn't mentioned, I mean, that you think should be? I'm So I actually am scrolling through real quick. Yeah, so it's not even mentioned in their honorable mentions, which makes me mad. Uh, Levelhead. Uh, I think that Levelhead deserves a place in a top 100, especially the desert islands, deserted island style. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah. Levelhead in there. I think that's fair. I think Levelhead probably just suffers, from, unfortunately, from obscurity, right? Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't know if it's on the PC gamer radar. Um, it's uh, something they 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 cover, um, which is unfair because it's a really good game. It is. It's also unfair because they've covered Crashlands. And oh, okay. so it's not, they're not an unknown studio. Um, no, they're, they're certainly not. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've just not seen a lot of media attention on Levelhead ever, really. Yeah, no, it, it, they haven't gotten it. And it makes me mad because Mario, Mario Maker patches get media attention. But like the better version of that game that is also available on PC plus every mobile platform doesn't. And, and yeah. I mean, totally derailing and probably shouldn't go on a very long tangent all because we're nearly two hours but um it it's to a conversation we had offline earlier today it's a marketing problem again right yeah like, it is it they don't have they don't have nintendo money to market it with so or ea right. money or rockstar money right. or anything 
Like people are talking about like GTA six and it doesn't, it's at this point it's vaporware. It may not exist. Like, but mm-hmm. there's, it still gets more media attention than things that are here that you can play right now. So yep. agreed. Yeah. I um, definitely feel like that needed to be, to be shouted yeah, out. Do you sure. have any, uh, any shout outs that you didn't see on the list that you're a little frustrated with? No, I don't think so. I mean, there's certainly games that I've played that are not on the list that I think are great games. Um, but I think overall, I, I mean, we didn't keep a tally or something. I think right. overall that was decent. Um, obviously, it's very subjective and depending on oh, what you played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, think on the tail end of their list, it, it does bother me a little bit more. Like, they're, I don't think that I would take, uh, it, what was the the ink, the clay game, the invisible ink? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that I'll take that over Don't Starve or even Oxygen Not Included. Or, um, or Mark of the Ninja, which I know you yeah. haven't played that one. All, I, I think all three of those are probably better than Invisible Ink. Right. Uh, and yeah, it's definitely not a perfect list, but it's subjective. But I've always, you know, to to regardless of whatever disagreements I might have with the, the list or anything else they've said, PC Gamer's been an out, a media outlet that I've enjoyed for a really long time. Um, so... I thought it would be fun to to tackle their list and and yeah so thanks for for going through this with me because yeah, I sure. uh, it's fun to to just to see this variety of games you know right like, and we and we now have probably our longest episode so <laughs> <laughs> and a few cool. games that we need to talk about soon so we've yeah, got some ideas sure. if nothing else for sure so that's all for our episode today. Please join the discussion by tweeting your thoughts to us at P-U-Y-S-Pod or follow us there to get a notification on our stream times. Check out the links below for many other ways of getting a hold of us. From our email to our Discord server, we would love to hear and discuss your thoughts. If you like this episode, please rate, star, thumbs up, and review us wherever you're listening. And hey, tell a friend about us because that is what really makes a difference. All of our links will be available in the show notes, and if you want to hear more of Walker's insights and enjoy his long-form conversations with a variety of unique guests on topics outside of gaming, check out his other podcast, The Walk Show, which is available everywhere podcasts are found.